Hi, I'm John Narrell, and welcome to the Mid-Career GPS Podcast. If you're feeling stuck in your career and overwhelmed by what steps to take, I can help you. As an executive and career transition coach, I help my clients prepare, position, and promote who they are and what they do to show up and find a job they love or love the job they have. It's time to start building your mid-career GPS. So let's get started. Hi, everyone. I'm glad you are here today because we need to talk about your performance. Many of you right now are getting ready for your annual performance appraisal. Usually these things will happen around the first quarter of the year. Maybe your organization might be a little different, but you are still going to get a lot of value out of today's conversation. And the reason is you may be optimistic about getting a promotion or getting a really nice raise. And I want to help you prepare for these conversations so you can get the most out of it and not look at your performance evaluation as another check-the-box kind of conversation. The feedback that you get during these meetings is vital to building your mid-career GPS so it can help you navigate to whatever is next for your career. So I want to just quickly mention that today's episode is sponsored by my private Facebook group called Your Mid-Career GPS. If you haven't had chance to join or check it out, I invite you to do so. Join a great group of amazing professionals who are building community each and every day around various aspects of their mid-career journey, their career, and their leadership development. So go to Facebook, search for Your Mid-Career GPS, answer the membership questions there so I know you're not a bot, and I look forward to seeing you in the group. I also want to give out a shout out to Brian, who wrote this fantastic review for the podcast. He wrote, quote, John always has great information for our work life that can also be used in our personal life as well. He does everything with a smile and with a positive spin, even with sometimes challenging subject matter. There is always something new to learn or to see something in a different way. John has definitely done his homework. So Brian, thank you so very much for that. I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, yes, I do my homework. I like doing my research to share information with you. And you're going to have a little homework today as well as you think about how to prepare for your upcoming or your next performance appraisal. So let's start here. Why do we even have to have them? For many of you, you may be dreading these kinds of conversations. Maybe you don't have a boss who is necessarily engaged in the entire process. We need to acknowledge that performance appraisals or reviews are about compliance. They give employees a rating on their performance They establish compensation, including raises and bonuses, and they also create growth plans for the upcoming year. And there are some wonderful managers, supervisors, and leaders out there who do outstanding performance reviews and hold that process with fidelity, and there are some who do not. 
Now, where you land on that side of the spectrum, I want to be very clear. You can take command of how you get the feedback you need in order to grow and build your GPS into whatever is next. But these are annual performance reviews. And going into these, there should be no surprises. You should never walk into a meeting like this and be caught off guard with something your boss or your supervisor is bringing up to you for the very first time, unless something has happened within the last 72 hours. Now, some companies are moving toward more frequent reviews, and I firmly believe that a good manager or leader is someone who is going to frequently conduct check-in meetings with their employees and their team members and who provide consistent and valuable feedback and implement and support any of those data points in terms of your growth or your professional improvement plan. Now, according to Sean Peake from Business News Daily, He says that in general, performance reviews or appraisals include evaluations about the following, how well you communicate, how well you collaborate, how well you problem solve, the quality and accuracy of your work, your punctuality, your reliability, your attendance, also your ability to accomplish goals and meet deadlines, along with any other company initiatives or objectives that have been set for that year of which employees are being measured. Now, however your performance appraisal is structured, those are kind of the nuts and bolts. It shouldn't be this conversation where you walk in and it's like, I think you're doing well, that's great, go have another wonderful year. As someone who cares about their career path, that's not very satisfying to you. But I also want to make this point very clear. Performance reviews are also about relationship building. I I am someone who craves feedback. I always want to know what I'm doing well, what can I improve upon, where is my stretch goal. And at the end of the day, I, I am a people pleaser. I always wanted to be that employee who never gave my boss any problem. I probably gave a few along the way, but, you know, for good reasons, I guess. Uh, But I wanted to be that, that employee that had that relationship with them where we had this open conversation to build that relationship around. And in getting that kind of feedback, I always looked forward to going into these meetings because I wanted that information on how I could grow. And I never wanted the meeting to be a quote unquote, yes meeting. I never wanted that meeting to be where I just heard how wonderful I was. Yeah, it was nice to hear, but I also wanted to know where they wanted me to stretch based on their observations of my work. Especially as a tenured teacher, you got your one kind of formal evaluation. At least that's what it was for me when I was employed as a teacher. And yes, you want to do a great job, 
but I was also the person that wanted to pull my, my department chair or pull my principal into my classroom during a lesson at any point in time when they were walking the halls just so they could see what it was we were doing. And because I had that relationship built, it did provide a different level of feedback in those performance reviews. And what I learned in those experiences, I took to all of the other jobs I had held outside of the classroom. But I understand that this doesn't always happen. When I have talked to my clients, when I have talked to people I network with, I understand that these situations are not the norm. In fact, sad to say, more than likely, they're the exception. A lot of people dread going into those performance appraisals, and it may often be attributed because of the company's culture and attitudes toward those performance appraisals. How often do you get them? How engaged is your boss in that whole process? I found this great article that I will link in the show notes. It's from Harvard Business Review. It is called The Performance Management Resolution by Peter Capelli and Anna Tavis. And what I loved about this article was that they created this timeline for talent management that goes back to World War I. And it And it became, what happened during that time was really out of where the military had ranked soldiers based on their performance and devised this ranking system to identify soldiers whose potential put them on a leadership track. And there were a couple of milestones along that timeline that I I definitely want to call out here. So in the 1950s, Uh, Capelli and Tavis cited that social psychologist Douglas McGregor argued for engaging employees in assessments and goal setting. Listen to that. Argued for engaging employees, that they wanted them to be part of the process. And in the 1980s, Jack Welch championed forced rankings at GE General Electric to reward top performers, accommodate those in the middle, and get rid of those at the bottom. One of the hardest things that happen in performance appraisals is when you have someone who is not meeting expectations, who is struggling to meet the goals, struggling to do the quality work. And performance reviews like that, those should never be a surprise. In fact, there should be plenty of intervention leading up to that annual meeting in order to put the systems in place, in my opinion, that help the employee either succeed or there is a path for them out. Now, at the turn of the century, what Capelli and Tavis also cite is that due to organizational restructuring, it became more difficult to give employees the developmental attention they needed in order to grow. I believe we're going to see a lot of information in the upcoming years about how we have handled these kind of talent conversations and performance appraisals in terms of how well we've connected based on what we saw in 2020 and now in 2021. And for those of you who are actively looking for employment, 
you are in the job market and you are applying to jobs every week and you are leveraging your network, I want you to go back and look at those performance appraisals you've been given and where are the things you can pull out that are worthwhile to your story, that are meaningful, that someone is going to find interesting about what it is that you've done. As I progressed through my career and I was given supervisory opportunities and I had staff where I was doing performance appraisals, I treated those performance review meetings just like I did when I was on the other side of the table. I wanted to really open up the space and and allow for conversations to happen between me and my team members so they could get what they needed. But I was also the kind of manager and leader where I set up biweekly or monthly check-ins with everybody on my team. I made ground rules with people on my team that said, look, if I need to cancel our check-in meeting because I'm pulled somewhere else and I don't reschedule that meeting with you within 24 hours, can we agree that you will follow up with me and say, hey, I need to put this on the calendar and we'll find a time in order to do that. I believe that everyone, regardless of their performance, needed some kind of growth or development plan. Even the high performers need a development plan so they're not getting stale. They are progressing in their career. I I realize in this, you may think, gosh, John, that's really nice and you're a bit of an idealist in all of this. But as someone who spent their career in education and professional development is essential and important, I don't believe this is something we can overlook. We need to have these conversations. Now, you may be listening to this going, okay, so if I don't have the boss that is like you, or I don't have the boss who is proactive in in exercising and advocating for my development and growth, what the heck do I do now? Well, let's work through that. Whenever you go into a performance appraisal meeting, even if it is just a check-in meeting with your boss, I firmly believe you need to come with an agenda. And at best, you need to share that agenda with your leader 24 hours prior to the meeting. It needs to be something, it can be something as simple as, when we meet, I would like to discuss the following. Having an agenda takes a certain initiative but it also gives you a sense of command in partnering with your leader around what is important for you to discuss. And if they don't want to discuss those things, that's a larger issue. But more often than not, I firmly believe 98% of them are going to appreciate that you're coming with an agenda and these are the things that that you want to discuss. Your performance appraisal is an opportunity for you to get very curious about their feedback and why that feedback is important to them regarding your growth and development. They may provide you with feedback 
that you weren't aware of, or it was something that wasn't on your radar. And rather than getting defensive, if it is something you feel like you need to get defensive about, get really curious. Hear from them as much as possible and then react. Come with questions. Come with questions into your meeting. I remember working with someone who she always said to me that she appreciated whenever I came to a meeting with an agenda, but she always wanted that agenda at least a day ahead of time so she could prepare. This isn't a gotcha. Performance appraisal should never be that gotcha kind of moment where your boss is sitting there going, and and going to zing you with something that you're not familiar with. You have to do the same. You have to show up in a spirit of equity and balance in building this relationship that you can come with questions that you want feedback around and don't put them on the spot if you don't have to, right? Give them those questions ahead of time. Let them think about it. Be inquisitive about what's next for your career path. How long? I, I've, I've had people come back to me time and time again and they'll say, well, I thought I was up for promotion, but it didn't happen. And I'll say to them, well, what was the next question you asked? And they're like, well, I didn't ask anything because I'm not getting promoted. I'm like, that's the question to ask. How long do you think it will take for me to get promoted here? We can get so afraid of asking the questions that we want to hear the answer to most. Let's just stop all the mind drama. You want to get promoted and you didn't? How long is it going to take me to get promoted? What else do I need to do to be on the radar for that promotion list? What's the timeline? You get answers to those questions. Now the content you're getting in your performance appraisal is above and beyond what you would have gotten had you not asked those questions. I'm going to put a link in the show notes to a blog post I wrote a while ago called What to Do When You Don't Get the Promotion. And these are some of the things that come out of performance appraisals that can really feel like a gut punch. You've done all the work. You've stayed the extra hours. You did everything you asked for, and you still do not get promoted. And you are angry, and you are frustrated, and you are upset, and we have to honor those emotions. We have to sit with that. Just like when you're going to interview for a job you really want and you're a finalist and you don't get it, we need to honor that you are disappointed. But there are things you will do as you navigate through that. It's that bump in the road. It's that detour in terms of your plan. But performance appraisals are all about making sure you get the right feedback you need to help you move forward. If you are not getting that feedback in your performance appraisal, the first person you need to look at is yourself to figure out how you are going to get that information. Because without it, you are only going to ruminate and worry and get frustrated and have a lot of sleepless nights 
about what your career path or how you are looked at within that organization or what are the opportunities that are there because you are too afraid to ask the question. Performance appraisals will happen. They are a compliancy measure within organizations and like clockwork, they will happen every year. They're not going to go away. Your challenge here is to decide how you want to show up to make the process valuable for you. And if you are someone who doesn't like conflict or you're a little hesitant to ask those questions, that's a great opportunity where coaching can help you and help you figure out how you want to show up in those moments and find your voice and get the information you need. Get the feedback you need in order to help you move forward. That is the ultimate goal of a performance appraisal. And that is my wish for you, that whether you are going into your performance review meeting tomorrow or next year, that you go into it with an attitude and a mindset that you are going to get the feedback you need in order to help you figure out whatever is next for your career. That is one of the biggest components in building your mid-career GPS to give you the direction and the clarity in moving forward. All right. I wish you a great rest of the day. Don't forget to check out my private Facebook group. If you have any questions about this or you want help with your performance review, uh, you know how to contact me. You can contact me either through my website at johnnerrell.com. You can email me at john at johnnerrell.com. Find me on social at John Narrell Coaching. Connect with me on LinkedIn at John Narrell. And let's have a conversation. Let's make this year's performance appraisal the best yet. And it's measured by you getting the feedback you need. All right, make it a great day. I will see you next time. If you enjoyed today's show and don't want to miss an episode, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you usually listen. If you haven't already, I'd appreciate it if you would leave me a rating and review to let me know what you think to help others find this podcast and continue to bring you relevant and useful content to help you navigate what's next for your career. And if you're ready to create your mid-career GPS and get rid of the overwhelm so you can find the job you'll love or love the job you have, visit my website at johnnerrell.com for more information about joining my private Facebook group and scheduling a free consult with me so we can start building your mid-career GPS together. Don't forget to connect with me on LinkedIn and follow me on social at John Narrow Coaching. I'll see you next time.